What? Oh, oh. Shout. One second, please. Welcome to Designated Driver, where we explore the work and mystique of Adam Driver. I'm Malia. And I'm Liz. And today we are talking about Francis Ha, but also lots of Adam Driver news. So much news. Also, we haven't had a rat report for a long time. Maybe we should start with a rat report because a couple of weeks ago you texted me about slime and I was interested in the story, the rat slime story. Mm-hmm. I got some slime that the girls had in the porch. And if you don't have kids, you might not know that slime is this really popular thing that kids, you can either buy it or make it. And it is made from like laundry soap, a lot of glue. A lot of glitter. There's always glitter Glitter. And I don't know, maybe baking soda. Starch? Is there like laundry starch in it? There's something laundry related. So it's gross. You don't want to eat it. Anyway, we had some in the porch that was open and Jem ate some slime. Did you see her eating it? No. Opal was out there with the rats and she came kind of rushing in and she's like, I was trying to catch the rats and blah, 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 blah. And Jem ate slime. So she like buried the lead. (laughs) Nothing happened. So I couldn't tell if she had a tummy ache or anything, but she seems fine and she's still alive and it's weeks later. Did she have glittery poop? (laughs) I don't know. I guess maybe I'll look for that next time I clean out the cage. So yeah, otherwise they're, they're good. My Aunt Mary was visiting and she's an animal lover and she loved them and enjoyed them a lot. They're doing good. Still listening to podcasts with you? Sort of, yeah. But I, I'm not at the point of being able to listen to podcasts at because I started a new job and then I can't listen to podcasts till I get settled in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you listen to the mini-sode of ACCast? Are you keeping up with ACCast? I took a break from ACCast because I thought she was getting kind of snarky again and I didn't like it. Can I play you the song? Yeah. From ACCast? ACCast is a podcast by Jamie Loftus. Hey, my name is Jamie. I'm making a podcast about the Kathy comics. It's called ACCast. And I want your mom to hear it. Here's what you should do. My mom was afraid of the concept of a podcast. What is it? Will it give my computer a virus? No, Mom. It's radio on demand from an unqualified person nobody's heard of. I can't get podcasts. I have an Android. It's true. My mom has a five-foot-tall Android phone. It talked to me when I was a child, but I sent her the link to my podcast. And she clicked it, opened up right there, and then she listened to my little audio file. And my mom never looked back again. It's not hard for your mom to listen to a podcast. And she could listen to the ACTcast. Just look at the... Oh, fuck. Wait. Sorry. Just click a link and text it to mom. The app is already on your phone. You can listen to it inside your car. It's just an MP3 file. Mom, you've learned how to use Facebook and it ruins your life. Why not just listen to a podcast? And there's a time in explaining it when you're going to want to give up. She'll say, oh, I'm no good with this stuff. I'll have your brother show me. You'll say, mom, that's pretty sexist. Because don't you know... Oprah 
has a podcast. Juliana Margulies was a guest. You love that lady. Michelle Obama has a podcast. You love the Obamas, but I encourage you to be more critical of centrist policy. I don't know who Glennon Doyle is, but you like her. She has a podcast. Who is Alan that? Baldwin has a podcast. One of my friends but just told me to listen to Glennon Doyle. A lot of comedians that your mom liked in her 20s have podcasts now, but many of them are fascists, so you have to be careful. Be very what careful. What era would that be? Glennon Doyle? I oh, know. Okay. To Ben Shapiro under any circumstances. Just listen to my podcast. It's called ActCast. It's friendly for moms. Please listen to it. It's not hard for your mom to listen to a podcast. And she could listen to the ActCast. Just click the link I texted your mom. The app is already on your phone. You can listen to it inside your car. CRV, it's just an MP3 file. Mom, you learned how to use Facebook and it ruined your life. Why not just listen to a podcast? Check it out on the Bluetooth in your Honda CRV. It's just an MP3 file. Mom, you learn how to use Facebook and it split up our family, sort of. Just listen to the podcast. I think that's it. So my th- mom that's does my, listen um, to our podcast. That's my favorite song now. And I have it in my head all the time. That was long and just an ad for that podcast, I guess. My mom has a CRV. I thought that was funny. That is funny. I like a five-foot-tall Android phone. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Jamie. I like your song, and I like your podcast. I like Cast. I like it, too. I'm just so stuck on um, Decoder Ring right now. Oh, yeah. And I also have been listening to The Last Archive. Do you ever listen to that? I think you I like listened it. to my the first episode ever of it, and I did really like it. I like it. it, too. So there's a new season of that, and... I've been listening to the guy who hosted Slow Burn last year has a season called like One Year and every episode is about 1977 and like a pop culture phenomenon in 1977 and it's really good. It sounds great. I so think I kind really of like have that. strayed from ActCast, but I'll probably go back to it. So the podcast is called One Year. Yeah, it's okay. called One Year. It's on Slate. It's good. All right. I feel like I need to subscribe to that. Yeah, the last archive one I listened to was about this fake book that came out about an underground, like a vault. Have you mm. heard this one? Mm-mm. It was really interesting. I liked it a lot, but we haven't been listening to a ton of podcasts in my office this week. Also, I have a lot of meetings, so <laughs> I don't know, like getting ready for a meeting or thinking about a meeting or having a meeting. I don't listen to podcasts when I'm at work. I only listen to podcasts when I'm cleaning and when I'm walking. Okay. So your mom listens to our podcast. She does. She listens to our... Shout out to my mom, one of the 10. Yeah, I don't think my mom listens to it, but I don't know. Let me know, mom, if you do. I've told her about it. And she does listen to Ezra Klein's podcast. Hmm, good for her. Yeah, Glennon Doyle. So Glennon Doyle, I will just say, my friend Polly always texts me depressing things about COVID and also civil unrest a lot. But also, she listens to Glennon Doyle's podcast. And as far as I can tell, Glennon Doyle is a former, like, mom blogger who now is, like, an inspirational speaker, kind of, who has a podcast. And also, she's a lesbian now. She's okay. married to a professional soccer player. Megan I don't Rapino? remember. No. Okay. I love Megan Rapino. Me it's too. not Megan Rapino. I'm a, I'm a stan for Me her. Me too. Absolutely. I love her so 100%. much. 100%. I like, she's great. 
Yes, she's so cool. And I haven't been watching soccer in, on the Olympics because the Olympics is, is just swimming all the time. Oh, I don't feel that if way. You watch, Although I haven't been if watching If you just watch the broadcasts of it in the evening, it's swimming and gymnastics. Well, everyone's so excited about Sunny Lee. Yeah. I was looking forward to seeing Simone Biles so much because I never really saw her before. And that's what I wanted to see. So I'm disappointed. But of course, I support her decision. And I do think it's cool when you are the best and no one says your name without also saying greatest of all time or goat or whatever, that you do step aside and let someone else win a medal. Because if she's like doing her best in the competition, everyone probably feels like, well... We know who's going to get gold, and no one else has a chance. Okay, should we get into some Adam Driver Oh, news? yeah. Yeah, totally. So much. So the commercial, the ad dropped this week. For Burberry for, Hero. It's a, a scent? Yes. I actually looked into maybe buying like a little tiny bottle oh, yeah. just for research purposes. Yeah. It's and not available for... yet. You have okay. to pre-order it. It's like everything else. It's available in August, like August 9th. I think, but the smallest bottle is $78. Oh, crap. If I we... might still, like, consider investing in it just, but, I like, does he even wear it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if our podcast ever had, like, an income, I feel like we could definitely yes. justify using designated driver funds to get totally that cologne for the Adam Driver archive that we definitely need to have. Yeah. I'm wearing my Adam Driver hair milk today, okay. just so you know. That would be in it. But the the ad for it is super funny. But wait, what is it called? The it's called scent? Hero. Hero. Okay. Should we go through what it just... Yes, would you summary? like to describe it? Sure. So first you see a beach and you see... I wonder what it smells like. It a has horse. woodsy scents. I did read the description. Yeah. But I think all men's cologne has woodsy scents. Yeah. I think I want to wear it myself, maybe. A man's cologne. Something to consider. I never wear a scent. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, there's a horse running on the beach towards the water. And alongside runs Adam Driver, shirtless, running like a pro. Yes. As fast as he can. He's clearly a very fast runner. Channeling his marine training. They're running toward the water. And he has like not an ounce of fat on his body also. No. I know. He's very fit. What kind of pants was he wearing? I think he was barefoot. I feel like, like they're black. just black pants. Kylo Ren pants, but not, but not like the cummerbund. But not like midriff. Yeah. Just normal pants. But it's definitely a lot about his body, for sure. And his hair looks really good. Yeah. And his running. He's exerting so much effort. To me, it just seemed like kind of funny to me. I thought he was being a hero. He's a hero. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing that's heroic so they're running into the ocean and then they're in the ocean and he's alongside this horse which seems the horse dangerous is swimming the horse is swimming he's swimming this seems dangerous like when he's running alongside the horse he can't run as fast as the horse but then when he's swimming he's swimming at the same speed oh as yeah horse. and then you see him swim he's like basically doing a two-thirds of a triathlon in this commercial because he's running and then he's Swimming and swimming up to the horse, and he like mounts the horse, he gets yes. on the horse in the water, which also does seem very dangerous. I think so. Those horses' legs, like swimming around, 
I'd be really scared to do that. And I don't know, the whole ocean thing. Then it seems like he's going to ride the horse. But then it it's like takes a turn. Sort of shadowy. And there's this music playing, a woman's voice singing. It's FKA Twigs. Okay. Then there's like swirling around. And you see some footage of his of Adam Driver kind of swimming, like gracefully turning in the water. Then there's kind of like a swirling around feeling. And then he turns into a centaur. But you don't really see. You, don't you just see, see the that. shadow. But you see kind of like things are like seem to be swirling around. And then you see in the distance a centaur profile. So I guess he turned into a centaur. I feel like this is how internet rumors get started. Like if you swim with the horse, you could turn into a centaur. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. As a Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down with it. Question about Sagittarius. Is the symbol for Sagittarius someone riding a horse or a centaur? It's a centaur who's oh, okay. an archer. Yes. It's a very cool symbol. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I thought the ad was really funny I and think over Adam, the top. Yes. I think Adam Driver reads the copy, too, doesn't he? Isn't that his At voice? At the end, he says, yeah, the tagline. Which I can't, I can't remember. remember. I kind of feel like we should play it again, but maybe... I shouldn't keep playing things. I'll look it up on our Facebook page. Yeah, if you're a listener of the show, please say hi on Facebook. That would be fun. We Our we, page is called Designated Driver. It also reminds me that we have been thinking about whether we should have a different name for our fan, our 10. Our, our 10 listeners. Because we do have more than 10 downloads on each of the shows. Okay, wait. Can I see? Yeah, it he's too? really moving. Okay, okay, okay. okay he's there he running. Goes. He's swimming. Okay. okay, twigs. All right. Great swimmer. Okay, now we see the horse swimming. This is where I get scared. <laughs> okay, now he's touching the horse. Like, what if the horse freaked out? Okay, now you see his head and the horse's head. But I feel like as a hero, like he's putting his hands on the okay. horse. Yeah, that's what and I it mean. Calms the horse. Oh my god. About how he's swirling around and it, you're just seeing him. He's kind of wearing, like, black pants. Now, oh, where is he? He turned into Did the he turn into horse's the horse? leg. Yeah. And then <gasps> now he's a son. Burberry Hero, a new fragrance for men. Straightforward. Yep. Yeah, I think my first reaction, I was a little disappointed, maybe. Like, it seemed kind of like a... A sellout move and it seemed kind of cheesy but I also thought thought it was funny and now I think I love it mm-hmm. in my imagination he's taking that and he's just putting it right into his like arts for the military nonprofit. he's like this is a little something oh, that's what do. he's doing I don't know in my oh, imagination oh, oh. that's what he's doing with it so that was uh something that dropped this week another thing that dropped is the trailer for Gucci. Is, wait, it's it's Gucci, uh, right? the house of uh, Gucci. <laughs> Accents. Yes. Joel and I, so our, my, so Chet loves Mario, and he frequently will lapse into a Mario accent, mm-hmm. and he's really into it. He likes to talk to about like Mario, and so the whole time I was watching it, all I could, and there's the part, they all have little Italian accents, and remember when he's talking about his wife, and he's like, she's a firecracker. That it, is so funny, because it almost seems like the cadence of Adam Driver's voice is kind of like an Italian accent without the accent part. Except, but just how he emphasizes like the f- 
final syllables of things. That's true. I was distracted because his accent is not as extreme as Gaga's accent. Like uh-huh. she's all in on the Italian accent. Yeah. And his is more like a lilt, you know? Uh-huh. I feel like she's Italian-American. Yes. So maybe she like has family members who lean into that. She's Italian. like all in on the accent. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, he's like maybe in. It's tricky at accents. It can be distracting just because sometimes they're better than others. And if they're not good, it can really be distracting. Agreed. Yeah. It re- his reminded me of, you know, do you remember that Saturday Night Live skit about the weatherman who overpronounces Spanish words like tornado? It's Have funny. Ever- I don't think of the weatherman, but I remember like... Uh- Jimmy Smits is on it and he... Like, he's like, and now it's time to eat a burrito. Or no, he says, like, burrito. Yeah. Well, but there was another character, maybe this was part of it, where it was a woman, and she was just kind of like an obnoxious, like, college student, sort of. And she would always say, I have this purse. It's Guatemalan. You know, so similar. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like he's, Gaga's all in on that. And then Driver is, like, how I would be, where I would be, like, burrito, you know? Yeah. Or, like, when people over now pronounce like I always feel weird when I order a croissant because I don't oh, want to like shouldn't. overpronounce yeah. it mm-hmm. but I don't want to underpronounce it and mm-hmm. I feel like that's where he is he's trying to straddle the line and she's like all in personally I americanize the pronunciation of things because it can be, sound very pretentious not to yes but if you're in a movie where you are in fact in Italian Italy, <laughs> it's funny because if you're going to be realistic you know people would be speaking in Italian not an accented English. So it's just kind of a funny choice to make. Like sometimes there'll be like a generic foreign thing or alien related movie or something. And then they're always in British accents. Like it's a yes. little bit of foreignness, but it's still English. You can still understand it. And it's just kind of silly because mm-hmm. um, they could have done the whole movie without Italian accents. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have to wait and see what we think. Although I am very excited. The clothes look yeah. good. I downloaded the book. I just started reading the book that oh, it's based on. Mm-hmm. So I'm a chapter in, and I learned a lot about the Gucci family. Like the whole first first few chapters are just like talking about the family. Like I'm not even to the Adam Driver character yet. But I didn't realize for the longest time all they made was luggage. Oh. That was their whole thing. I'm not even at the part where they started making clothes yet. It's interesting. Yeah, these Italian like magnates, like families, mm-hmm. it seems like they're main brands are just based on a family dynasty yes model yes like ferrari or something yeah they talk a lot about um prada yeah there are two families that they talk about a lot but i already forgot but like bulgari jewelry i Mm. think is italian too and they also talk about how important they're northern italians they're from florence and how different they are. They're considered like the French of Italy. Like they're kind of snooty. Mm-hmm. Milan um, is in the yeah. north, so the fashion stuff is yeah. northern Italy. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And they just look down on the lowly. They're just a little Italians. snooty about it. Okay, uh huh. It's got fashion. It's got Gaga driver. It's it's got true story. Murder. Mm-hmm. It looks really great, I and know. it just like checks so a lot of boxes yes. for me that I have no reservations about. Being super excited. And Annette, I'm excited about, but also, like, I don't know how enjoyable it's going to be as a movie. I'll still totally watch it. Of course. I love that it seems to, like, 
have gone out on a major limb, and that is a French movie. A lot of European vibes mm-hmm. for Adam Driver this year. And centaur vibes. And centaur vibes. Some real Sag vibes. Okay, so August, we have Annette coming out. We have Hero We could review out. the Hero fragrance. Yes, we're definitely like One thing I that. think I might do is just go... You can buy it at Neiman Marcus. Uh-huh. So what I was thinking is I could go to the mall next month and maybe they would have like a sample strip and we could just smell the sample strip. We need to smell it and probably yeah. wear it. Probably. For, I mean, special occasions, like if we're going to an Adam Driver movie or something like that. Totally. Okay. And so then when does Gucci come out? November. Not till November. You can watch okay. it with your family at Thanksgiving because it's a family movie. <laughs> yeah, it is about a family. Yeah. So a lot of exciting stuff happening. There's some links on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I actually had to kind of restrain myself with the links this week. Oh, but there's another thing. It's the thing where Adam Driver is like a knight. Yes. What is that movie called? I think that trailer came out he this week. He plays a rapist. Oh, no. Really? Well, he's accused of it. The okay. Last Duel. The Last Duel. So it's Adam Driver in literal armor as a knight. Yes, and he's accused of raping this woman. Okay. And so then her husband challenges him to a duel. That's what it's about. Oh, dear. So it's about a woman's honor. Who directs this movie, I wonder? I don't know. Oh, wait, here, I can find out because I just Googled it. And also apparently the one oh the woman is um, Villanelle. You know that actress who plays, I've never seen this show, but Loving Eve or Killing Eve or whatever that show is that everybody oh, likes. Yes, I, I she, do It's like Villanelle. It. It's that actress who oh, I really like. I like her. I, yeah, she's in something. Oh, it's else Ridley Scott. Too. I guess I thought Ridley Scott was the House of Gucci director, but obviously no. Yeah, a woman claims she's been raped by her husband's best friend, played by Adam Driver, Jean de Carouge, but when no one believes her accusation, her husband challenges his friend to a duel, the last legally sanctioned duel in the country's history. Which country? France. What year was that? Um, it was it the olden times. Yeah. I don't know about the premise of this movie. I'm just... So actually, I'm now that I'm hesitant. reading it, the screenplay is by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and then the producers are Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And now oh. I'm hmm. wondering if this was part of that project they had where they like help producers make movies. You know how they used to have that TV show called Greenlight or something? Oh, I don't, except I think you mentioned it. Did you read no, the... No, I was mentioning the... Green light. Yeah. Green light. Okay, One that's word. green light. This is green light. I don't know. Did you read the interview with Matt Damon that was in the New York Times this week? No, but I have the paper. I'll probably read it when I get home. Yeah, I read most of it. It was pretty long. I, I heard prefer... he appl- approves of Benefer, part two. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, how who, could you not? Who wouldn't? Just because of... J-Lo. Yeah, like lucky Ben Affleck. Yes, yes. Like, he's just lucky to have her. They're still together? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Forever? He's been hanging out with her kids. He took her daughter book shopping. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, what's his deal? Like, he was in a movie where he was like an alcoholic or something. Did you see that? Because he is actually an alcoholic. Is he an alcoholic? Okay, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Just seems like Matt Damon is like the... Nicer guy. Mm, probably the smarter one. Ben Affleck is kind of dumb. You, but. Douchey. <laughs> yeah, kind of douchey. Definitely douchey. Yeah, I feel like Matt Damon has 
given me the impression that he's a feminist guy. Because he loves his mother, who's a teacher. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. And he, I don't know, he married, got married to just like a regular person. She's a waitress. I don't know if I'm just putting this on him or not. I, I know he's done some, he's made some mistakes in this arena, but he just seems very quick to own his obliviousness. And like, it's not hard for him to be like, oh, I didn't realize that. That was terrible. And he apologizes for things. I appreciate that. Oh, I'll have to read the interview. I don't think I got all the way to the end. He is one of those people that seems like handsome but not attractive to me. Yeah. When you look at him, you're like, yeah, he technically is, but he's not really. I would never be attracted to him. Even in The Bourne Supremacy, which I really liked. Or The Bourne, all those Bourne movies I liked. Yeah, Matt Damon. He's nice. There was some survey where... People had to describe celebrities. Or he was on like Larry King and people described him as nice and mm-hmm. he felt bad about it. He was like slightly offended because that seems like friend zone kind yeah. of vibe. No one wants but to be nice. To be seen as nice. Have you, has anyone told you you were nice and how did you feel about it? You know what I like even less than being told I'm nice is being told I'm sweet mm. or that I'm shy Oh, God, I hate all those things. Or quiet. Yeah. I also that get that. I'm just like, well, maybe I don't like talking to you or something. Yeah. But it is offensive. I think it's offensive for women because I feel like it's a way of, like, putting you in your place, kind of. It bothers me because I just feel like I'm not shy. I just don't – I'm not loud and noisy, and I'm not introverted. I just – don't have to talk all the time. Anytime I'm in a new work situation or like when I was a camp counselor, people were always like, oh, you're so quiet and shy. And I was like, no, I'm just not like an alpha male. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've gotten that a ton um, in my life. You're quiet or what? And it's always surprising. And also I'm not sweet. So I, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes people will say you're quiet to me like when they've met me for one minute. I'm just like, how, how do you see that? I mean, but they, I guess they're, seeing something and one time I was like in another country and they're like you're so quiet and I was just like why would you say that like I don't even speak this language you mm-hmm. know I don't I yeah. literally cannot talk I don't have a loud personality I think but I mean I don't know why people say that to me a lot I don't know if it's meant to be a compliment or not but one time someone said it to me in a way where I was not insulted I had to negotiate for something and they're like, well, just don't worry about it because I know you'll be really nice. It gave me permission to be a little less nice, I thought. Mm -hmm. But I feel like as women, we have to be nice. If you're not nice, you're going to get way worse consequences than if it was just a man not being nice. Be like, well, that's what a man is like. That man is assertive and he's successful, whatever. But yeah, it seems like an insult to be called nice. Mm -hmm. Because it's like the baseline... I don't know. It's just not a perception. It's just like the baseline of who you are. If that's your perception of me, then I don't know. I don't like it. It's, I don't know, just weird to judge someone and tell them about it. Tell them your thoughts. I don't know. Most people like to hear what other people think of them. Yeah. Even if they say they don't. It's tricky. But I think Matt Damon does seem nice. (laughs) He does seem nice. And I wouldn't mind like, being in a meeting with him or something. No, I would be fine with that. I feel like he would listen 
to me and not be a dick. He would probably do a little bit of mansplaining. Oh, yeah. That was one of the things he yeah. got in trouble for. It was in a movie or something. Or maybe it was on this show that you mentioned. I feel like he mansplained like what teachers do to a teacher or something. Because I know he yeah. got really involved in some kind of like teacher union thing because his mom is a teacher and made a speech and sounded kind of stupid because he was mansplaining to teachers what teachers do. Yeah. It's better to be nice, though, than to be a sex offender. Totally. Which is a lot of celebrities category. I remember reading a quote from him when Me Too was in full swing. Someone asked him about it and he said something like, I think it's time for men to listen. Like he didn't, he dodged it, but you know, also like. Well, he also got some flack because he, they did so many movies that were produced by Miramax with Harvey Weinstein and they never, Mm -hmm. like they probably knew he was doing some shady stuff. Yeah, I'm sure everybody knew. He keeps a little bit more of a low profile. Yeah. I think that helps your longevity sometimes Mm -hmm. in a a career as an actor. He doesn't tell all, a little bit reserved. Kind of like Adam Driver. Okay, yeah. Matt Damon, Adam Driver connection. Um, Reserved. mm -hmm. So have we covered all the news in Adam Driver world? I mean, you can never cover all of it. That's right. We just strive to cover. We're just what skimming we're aware over of. the top. Yeah. Okay. So you get into Francis Ha. Yeah. All right. So this was your first time seeing it. Mm-hmm. And this was my second time seeing it, but the other time was years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it. Came it came out in 2013. Okay, 2013. A very rich period of indie movies that yes. Adam Driver was in. Okay, Francis Ha is about. A girl slash woman. She's 27 years old. Frances. She's played by Greta Gerwig. And she has a best friend, Sophie. So they are roommates and best friends. Uh, This is like the main relationship in her life. But then Sophie starts getting into a serious relationship. And so that makes a rift between them. Frances is kind of adrift. She's trying to figure out her career. She's a dancer, but she's... Not a very good dancer. (laughs) Not good enough to be a professional dancer. And she's just sort of finding this out now. I feel like if you're in dance, it's harsh. But if you don't have it, should you be told sooner? By some like mean dance teacher that is going to break your heart at your audition and be like, you are probably not going to be a dancer as your job. Anyway, she's living in New York. Realizing that the dancing thing is going to end for her. Just trying to find her way. She's kind of broke compared to other people her age. So she's floundering a little bit. Eventually she figures it out. Mm -hmm. And her and Sophie become besties again Mm -hmm. by the end. It's in black and white. And they shot the movie in a certain way uh, where they used cameras that you can just buy. Anyone can buy them and they put like a special lens on them. It was really hard to keep things in focus. Mm. Sometimes oh, it I was, didn't know that. Things were a little blurry, and it's kind of an homage to the French New Wave. Yeah, I read that. And um, also, I was getting some serious Manhattan feelings watching it, like Woody okay. Allen, Manhattan. Oh, the movie Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that for a long time. But that was in, that's the one with... Margot Hemingway? No. Mariel. Tracy. Mariel. Yeah. And yeah. her character's name is Tracy. Yeah, I'm sure it's an 
homage to that as well. And what do you think of it? Is there anything that I missed? I no. guess we'll talk about the Adam Driver. Yeah, character. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I, I always enjoy Noah Baumbach movies, but I always hate myself for enjoying them a little bit. I was reading some reviews afterwards. His mom was an academic and his dad was like a film critic. So he grew up watching all of these movies. He was born into this position where he's able to just make these nods to famous directors because he loves them and they've shaped how he is. He kind of annoys me because he just seems so precocious and so of this world that he's representing that's kind of annoying and like on some level I think he knows so one of the things that the Francis character keeps saying is no I'm really poor like you guys can say you're poor but you're not poor like she ends up as she's drifting along her roommate best friend has a career in publishing and moves to this apartment in Tribeca and that like kind of hurts her feelings she can't afford it so she ends up living with these two dudes who are like cutest buttons and really funny and witty and sharp and the Adam Driver character Lev works in <laughs> he's a quote air quote sculptor yeah but really he doesn't really have to work right parents at one point someone says do you know who his dad is so right he's super rich and they have this like really great apartment but like her friend is walking around it and she's like this apartment annoys me like it's just too careful you know it has cool film posters on the wall and it has like they clearly have like a nice final collection and you know and Francis is like everyone who comes over here loves this place and she's like is that an Eames chair do you remember that she mm -hmm. looks at it like it's just a little too perfect and the other character Benji his roommate is like well you know I was broke but then like I gave in and took money from my stepfather you know yeah yeah major family money right so Benji I think is a stand-in for Noah Baumbach yes I completely clearly. agree Greta Gerwig is a stand-in for Greta, Greta Gerwig <laughs> And you know who's a stand-in for Jennifer Jason Lee? Did you think about that? No. It's the mean friend who she stays with, who Frances oh. stays with. But she's very mean. Yeah. It's kind of funny when she does it. Like, at one point, Frances was going to leave, and she's like, you are? And she's like, oh, yeah. And then the friend's like, I don't care. I was just kidding. Frances tries to goof around with her and play fight with her in the park, but she just won't do it. Yeah. And Jennifer Jason Lee has always seemed really mean to me. And like she growls when she talks. Okay, I'm sorry. You have to fill me in here. Is Jennifer Jason Lee Noah Baumbach's old girlfriend? His ex-wife. Oh, okay. That's who like the Scarlett Johansson character is in Marriage Story. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. So, so and Jennifer Jason Lee just always plays characters that I don't know what she's like in real life, but. She's always really mean, and she just, like, growls and a lot of vocal fry. So I thought I could see that in mm -hmm. there. Adam Driver, love his character, initially hits on Francis, and that's kind of my favorite part. When he puts his hand on her shoulder? Yes, that's definitely my favorite Adam Driver part. So they meet at a party. He is a player, and he basically hits on pretty much every yeah. girl. And he's super cute. Yeah. Even though he's yeah. wearing a hipster hat that... <sighs> yeah, that reminds me of while we're young. And he texts her, like, phones are new. And Sophie has a phone with email. And they talk about that. And Sophie's always looking at her phone. Like, the phone mm -hmm. is, like, competition for Frances. Mm -hmm. Like, she kind of resents it. Yeah. Well, when we were, like, grappling with phones, and now it's just, like, we're just on our phones, but... 
we know it's bad, but we still just accept it. And <laughs> it's like children are the only people that are, say, get off your phone, you mm-hmm. know. So the first text says, ahoy, sexy. And they make fun of it. And then... Is that why they always jump on each other and are like, ahoy, sexy, every yeah. time? Okay, I just made that connection. Yeah. yeah. And she says, am I nautically sexy or something? So her and Sophie were making fun of it at first. And then there's another party at Love and Benji's apartment. So Francis and Love end up in a room together. And then he tries to make a move. But it's like the most... But he just He just puts his sh- hand on her shoulder and she's like, no. She goes... She makes a funny noise, and that was the end of it. And then they could just move on, and they were just friends after that. Yeah. That's how you handle it. It doesn't have to be weird. You just make a beeping sound. I think the (laughs) other person has to be very confident. That was my takeaway. It's like Lev is just very confident, and he just moves on to the next person. Yeah, he didn't care, so... It was fine. I just wondered, like, who thought of that. Mm-hmm. I think it was Greta Gerwig. Yeah, maybe. I did read an interview in Newsweek with Adam Driver afterwards, and they interviewed Noah Baumbach, and they also interviewed Lena Dunham because Adam Driver auditioned for this right around the time the first season of Girls came out. He wasn't known yet for Girls. Mm. But both Noah Baumbach and Lena Dunham were talking about one of their favorite qualities of Adam Driver as a as an actor is that he has kind of unexpected ways of demonstrating aspects of the character. And Lena Dunham was saying Adam Sackler, when he's frustrated, he'll just do this like bicycle pedaling things with his legs, which I want to go back and see. But like apparently in the first season, he's like angry at Lena Dunham. So he just starts like pumping his legs in bed like a bicycle rider. Mm -hmm. And apparently the same with the Francis Ha movie. They would show up on set every day and they would get the pages they were supposed to do that day. So they didn't really have a lot of preparation. But he was saying there's one scene where they're asking him, like, how is it being a sculptor? And he goes, amazing. (laughs) And they just loved it. So my point is to the part where he puts his hand on his shoulder, on her shoulder. I wonder if he did that. Like, it could have just been kind of an improvised thing where they both were just kind of channeling their characters. I agree. That was, like, my favorite part, too. Yeah, I do want to mention that the movie was co-wrote by Noah Baumbach and And Greta Gerwig. Yeah. So I think they were not a couple yet. I think they were. They were a couple. But like early couplehood. So I feel like it was maybe documenting how they met. And Benji kept calling Francis undateable in a joking way. But he seemed like he liked her and just wanted it to not be on the table whether they were going to date or not because he Mm -hmm. didn't want to face rejection. Yeah. So they were buddies and pals. and And he takes care of her. Like there's this one kind of heartbreaking scene where she is trying to be friends with her best friend but her best friend is kind of pulling away and she's telling her that they're going to move to Japan and she forces the best friend's boyfriend to buy a bottle of vodka and then she just steals it and gets wasted and he kind of takes care of her he has her keep her door open so he can run in if she gets sick and it kind of seems like something's going to happen for a minute but then he just pulls back as compared to Lev he's very um, reticent and less confident I liked in the end when she does her dance thing that she choreographed, and he said Benji was sort of awkwardly trying to compliment her. And trying to find out if she's single, because he's single, and maybe, like, something can happen. And he said, it reminded me of the story, it was like a story in the New Yorker or something, about something and a textile artist. Do you remember this at all? And he's like, not the dance part, but the textile I thought that was really funny and endearing. 
So it seemed like they were going to date in the end. Yeah. And so that's why. But also that she didn't need to date him because she kind of goes through this long phase where she like does not have her shit together, which I totally, again, it's why I like have this love-hate relationship with Noah Baumbach because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is a movie that was made for someone like me. Like I am a privileged person from the East Coast. I had a long period in the wilderness was like, what is my job? I was floundering around. And then like, I finally found myself. Why am I telling you that? Oh, because by the end, she does kind of get her shit together and figure out her next steps. So she doesn't need to date anyone because she has a job and she knows what she's doing, sort of. But I think maybe that's why at the end when he's calling her undateable really he's the undateable one at that Mm -hmm. point and she's the desirable one yeah she said at one point that she's too tall to marry like she's probably (laughs) i'm sure she's probably taller than noah bombach maybe i looked it up well he's like a little peanut yeah and she's like five nine or five ten or something i think you're right she's really delightful throughout the whole thing she's really fun to watch she's beautiful i mean you can tell too that whoever's making this movie thinks she's beautiful it's a love beautiful story of noah bombach and greta gerwig yeah also francis ha really reminded me of lady bird did you see lady bird the movie that she made with sorsha ronan yeah how do you pronounce that i think it's sorsha sorsha okay sarsha i know i saw it and loved it but i get it confused it's where she's in high school yeah roseanne's sister is her mom and they have this really complicated you know roseanne's sister jackie I can't remember the actor's oh, name. Oh, 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 yes, in the show, Roseanne. Yeah. I, I want to read something I read in Wikipedia that really bothered me. Peter de Bruges, don't know the pronunciation, reviewing for Variety, described Francis Ha. This modest, monochromatic lark doesn't present a story or even a traditional sequence of scenes, so much as it offers spirited glimpses into the never-predictable life of Francis, a 27-year-old dancer. Why would he say there's no story? Well, I mean, it is a lot of her, like, just trying to figure her shit out. I guess. I guess I thought that was a story. Mm -hmm. And the best friend story, which is... And that is a totally predictable arc. This is Sophie. Sophie goes up. Like, or she goes down, really. Like, at the top, she's at the top, and then Sophie goes, and then that, like, that's the sad part when she goes to Japan, and then, and then it comes back. And then along the way, like, Frances is like, she's kind of down at the bottom, and then it's like a slow steady. She's going up and up and up and up. And then at the end, like, she and Sophie are at the same spot. Yeah. One of my favorite topics for shows and movies is friendships. I mean, mm-hmm. especially women's yeah. friendships. And they're so hard. So you have a really close best friend and then what happens when one of you gets hooked up in a relationship and you have to make space for that and sometimes you don't become friends again and sometimes you do but in sort of a different way where you're not like a couple I've had a lot of friendships where, like, you're kind of more like a couple. They keep saying that, too. They're like, we're like lesbians who don't have sex. Even if you are dating other people, I mean, like, your primary person is your best friend. And it's so fun to have that. And then, Mm -hmm. but also so sad because it seems unsustainable if you want to have a family or something. I mean, you're going to have to probably have a serious relationship and it's going to get in the way of your friendships. So this is like a story of that I've experienced from both sides, Me like too. multiple times. This is a really important story. And I feel very insulted that the, this guy said it wasn't a story. It's horrible and sexist. I'm completely offended. And I'm, I'm mad that this is in. <laughs> 
on the Wikipedia page. Get it off there. This is dumb. It's it's totally wrong. To me, that was a story. Yeah. So that's one beef I have for Wikipedia. And this guy, Peter yeah, Burgess or whoever he is, he should not have reviewed it. I was thinking maybe he knows that douchey guy who interviewed Adam Driver and made him sing. Remember that? It made me think of that guy. I think of that sometimes, too, with Naomi Osaka, who doesn't want to do as many interviews and stuff. Sometimes I think of Adam Driver sitting for that interview. What a pain. Do you get paid for that or not? I think it's part of your job. That you don't get paid for it. You just have to show up and do these interviews, and you're expected to do it. I'm sure there's some kind of language in the film contract that says, we you tell know, you, and promotional yeah. responsibilities as determined by the marketing team or something. I think that would make you feel like a product that other people are making money off of, and yes. you're the one that has to do this stuff. Yeah, except that, that you're getting paid a million dollars to yes, be in the movie, so exactly. it's part of your commitment. You know, it's hard to feel bad. I mean, it's hard to feel bad for Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. I've just been ignoring that because I think she sucks. I don't think she's wrong. I do think they breached her contract and probably ignored her attempts to renegotiate. And they probably wouldn't have done that if it was like Robert Downey Jr. or something. I don't know the story at all. Oh, okay. Well, she's suing Disney because they put Black Widow out simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theaters. And so they broke her contract because they make a lot of money on the ticket sales. And that kind of ruins the ticket sales. So she could have made like $50 additional dollars, but she's already made $20 million. So it's very hard as a regular person to sympathize with someone. But she's probably not wrong on it. You don't like her at all. You're just like annoyed with her. Thumbs down. I like Ghost World. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, you went to the Women's March, right? Mm-hmm. In DC. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't hear any of the speakers. No, we were I didn't. So far away. I, we weren't near the speakers, but when we came back to the place we were staying, we watched some coverage on TV and it showed the speakers and it showed her speaking. And it was really bad. She was trying to talk about going to Planned Parenthood. I don't know. She just was telling this rambling story when you know that her life is not like yours at all. And then the microphone was cutting out. And I think she thought it was like getting turned off. She was really seemed mad. And then she just like left. It was not good. You know, she's just had too many moments where she had an opportunity to step aside and let somebody else do it. And she doesn't do that. You know, like the ghost in the shell where they were whitewashing that. And that's a Japanese character. But Mm -hmm. she was like, well, I can play it. I think she wanted to play a trans character once. And people got really mad and were like, why not hire a trans actress? And she's like, well, I'm an actress. Like, I can do it. I have no time for that. She doesn't need another opportunity. We've been watching the Marvel movies. She's in like eight of them. Yeah. I mean, I like it when she calls interviewers on stupid sexist stuff and good for her, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't like her. So what else about Francis Ha? I mean, he's only in it for a little while and he's just like a bright little spot. And I think he's so charming. I think he plays that privilege really well. But I also was watching it and I just kept thinking, I don't know if you need to do any more Noah Baumbach movies. I will totally watch Wheat Germ and Mm -hmm. I can't wait and I'm excited about it. I'm glad it's set in Ohio at least. Also then that gives me pause because to me Noah Baumbach is like all New York 
That's where he is. That's his experience. So I am very curious about that. I'm sure Adam Driver is having a great time and I'm sure it'll be darling and I'll love him and I'll worry about his hairline. But I also think I'm done with Noah Baumbach for a while. There's something about him that just gives me this yucky feeling. He's just so privileged and... I am too. So maybe it's that I hate, like you always hate it when you see yourself more than anyone else. But it's even more exaggerated, his New York upbringing and stuff. So how many combs do you think you'd give Francis Ha? Out of five? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it three and a half combs because I really liked it. And I thought Greta Gerwig was just luminous. She was and is. I think I'll give it four combs. I really like it. I don't know why I don't go with five. Because it gave you a yucky feeling too, I bet. The Noah Baumbach thing. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, it also just reminds me so much of Woody Allen. And then it just makes me hate myself. It's like eating too much of something good. You know, it just makes you feel kind of sick. That's how I feel about Noah Baumbach. I really like that his movies have so much dialogue. Yeah. And the, the, the girl relationship thing, you know, it is so, oh my God, so familiar. It is such an important part of being 27. Oh, my God. I remember I miss those friendships sometimes, and I wish I still had them. When you talk to someone on the phone every day, and and I really love watching Broad City and just, like, reliving those times, especially if you're single and have a best friend and Mm -hmm. you're just kind of out on the town and, Mm -hmm. like, or on a trip or something. And And having those funny inside jokes about disastrous dates or stupid things you did at a job interview or I love that I love seeing it on screen I do too and it is a story (laughs) yeah I agree I agree so that's Francis I mean I think you should watch it 10 I think you would like and he is just so cute in it for the few scenes that he's in it's a really sweet movie I mean I give Noah Baumbach credit that I mean he wrote it with Greta Gerwig and I don't think it would have been as realistic yeah absolutely you know, without her input. And I like that he centered a woman and her experience and her experience with her friend. So this is one thing that I think Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach share is they have kind of a detachment, even for these really personal movies. I never feel like I'm going to cry when I watch them. I was sure when I went to see Lady Bird that I would cry because it's about mother-daughter relationships. And She's such a prickly character, but there is that little bit of detachment where you never really fall in love with the characters because they're kind of difficult and annoying. You know what? uh, Another just little part I really liked in Frances Ha is when she goes back to her family's place. I did too. It was just like a fun montage. A lot of it was just set to music and you just see her in different scenes. And I think it illustrates she's like a middle-class person with supportive parents that she can do this. She can try to make it as an artist in New York, even though she's not quite making it. I just really like that in the movie. And then she takes a really depressing trip to Paris. Oh, That was sad. So uh, what do you think we should watch next? Are we going to watch Silence? This is our 10th episode, by the way. Oh, 10. (laughs) Can I just say I did really like the way they kept playing Modern Love. You know, there are some movies where the way they use the song, then it's always stuck in your head. Like anytime I hear that, like, chunk, chunk, chunk at the beginning of Modern Love, now I'll think of her like running down the street. Mm -hmm. I guess that was taken from a French New Wave movie. Yeah, that kind of ruined it for me, too. (laughs) This running down the street scene. It's a great little scene, though. Mm -hmm. Cool music. Okay, now I don't like it as much.
Yeah, that made suck it, it Noah Baumbach. Yeah, maybe there's just some kind of authenticity or something that Noah Baumbach doesn't have because of his upbringing and he's so yeah. like enmeshed in and so like New referential. York. He needs to like get over himself in that New York thing, just like probably a lot of New Yorkers do. Yeah. Just like you live in New York and that's great. Total thumbs up. Mm-hmm. But you know, don't lord it over us. Just okay. I'm just gonna go on the Woody Allen thing for just a second. Okay. But it reminded me of Annie Hall a lot too because. Clearly, Noah Baumbach is watching his muse and the way that she is so luminous reminded me of Annie Hall, especially the part when Annie Hall is singing at the end when she's kind of come into her own as a singer in the same way that Mm -hmm. you see Greta Gerwig's character touching and shaping all of her different actors who I felt like also were kind of telling the story of her relationship with her friend, the way that they're like running towards each other and pulling apart. Also the part when Greta Gerwig is trying to get the new roommate to play fight with her reminded me so much of the lobster scene in Annie Hall when he's like trying to get other women to like lose the lobsters Mm -hmm. behind, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, I don't get it. Why don't you just get the lobster? Yeah, It just reminded me of that so much, which again, Annie Hall is my all time favorite movie ever. But also, like, Woody Allen gives me a yucky feeling for different reasons. You are seeking that person you lost in other people and just... Yeah, and when you make the movie about them, it's this representation of this moment that you have of love for that person. And you can see that with Greta Gerwig, too. And then, like, it gets kind of meta because Greta Gerwig's character loves her friend. And in a way, she's having a hard time letting go of this moment when your best friend is the only other person in your life that's exactly like you. And It was hard to like Sophie, though, because you just never really saw how great she was. I know. She didn't She kind of sucked. Uh, yeah. France is also kind of sucked. Like, mm-hmm. she was really selfish and stupid a lot. That's because she's 27. I thought that was interesting when Sophie's with her fiancé, or did they actually Patch. get married? No, Patch. I think they... And he's like a Wall Street yeah. guy. He probably has a lot of money. Anyway, they have that Sophie and him... Sophie's... Oh, sorry. Really drunk, and they have this big fight. Like, it seemed like such a bad fight that you would break up over it. But then they didn't. If you're the friend looking at... And you see scenes like that, you're just like, you should definitely not be together. Like, this seems like a horrible relationship. And it seemed like they were going to break up and everything was going to go back to normal for Francis and Sophie. But then they did not break up. But in a way, the fact that they could have that kind of a fight maybe shows that their relationship was kind of okay. Mm -hmm. Just because Sophie was free to, like, say all that bad stuff to him and they still stayed together. Like, it was just a fight. So it kind of looks like it's a horrible relationship. And maybe in some cases it would be a horrible relationship. It also could be evidence of the opposite. It's maybe a good relationship Mm -hmm. where they can fight that much and then stay together. But then they, like, got everything out in the open and didn't just, like, keep it simmering underneath the surface, like, hungry heart style forever until, like, you know, people are dead. Spoiler. I Yes, as you were saying that, I was kind of going to that conclusion, too. Yeah, I think their fight was okay. And I'm sure mm-hmm. everything's fine now. Like, I'm sure... Patch is fine. Patch is fine. Sophie's fine. Francis is fine. Everyone's fine. The one red flag was probably that, like, Sophie quit her job for his I job. Know. And she loved her job. And then she regretted it. 
I wonder if she got it back. Well, Sophie's on her own journey. I'm sure she did yeah. get it back. Or got it some other yeah. job. And I she's mean, fine. she went to Vassar, and she's got rich friends who live in Paris. I mean, she's fine. And she, She yeah. used her connections. She got a new job in publishing. She lives in Tribeca. Everyone knew everyone in their little scene. Yeah. They're like, oh, you works. know Sophie, too? Even in New York? I mean, I do feel like when I've been to New York... I would always run into people who lived there. I think because everyone was like on the trains and every, it's really not that big and everyone's like out walking around. I always felt like I ran into tons more people there than I do here. Here in Minneapolis, it can happen, but it's a lot more spread out here and you drive most places. And That's why I shop at the co-op. To run into people. I always run into someone at the Seward co-op. I ran yeah. into someone I knew yesterday. I wish I ran into more people there, but I do love that. Next time, episode 11. I was I thinking would watch about Silence. I could watch it. Okay, Silence. I've been thinking about since we've done 10 episodes that maybe I should post it. I'll like share it to my Facebook page. Oh, yeah, go for it. I'm really a non sharer, so I might need counseling to actually do it. I can share it to mine too. Okay, because you've set up, you haven't shared it to your person. I mean, now that we've done 10 episodes, I mean, this is like a real totally podcast. And 10, I feel like we do have a vision of the future. We have a little bit of a plan. Mm-hmm. you feel like that? Mm-hmm. I do. I also really have to go to the bathroom. Okay, let's wrap it up. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I drank all my coffee, and, and now I'm drinking my LaCroix, and suddenly it's all. Oh, yes. I have to go. All right. That is the only problem with the caffeine zone. We are in the caffeine zone and the vaccine zone. Yes, both. The CAFAC zone. <laughs> Good one. So thanks for tuning in to Designated Driver. Tune in next time. For silence. Oh, God. Silence, we're going to go there. We worked our way up to it. This is like a job now that we're going to watch silence that we feel like we don't want to watch. We don't want to watch it. Okay. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.